Hey everyone and welcome to our Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. Our last summer report that we will do after this one we will turn into the 2022 season film. It is this film that we will really tell us where the final grade is headed for these players uh, as they play their last season of college football. Of course, there will always be early film, late film, and everything in between that will guide where these players end up. Every snap matters, and that started last week with Week 0. From a roster standpoint, NFL teams are down to 53 players. Practice squads are probably mostly set at this point. Teams will start to get their regular season schedules going. That will provide a great segue into future topics as we look at how the NFL operates through a weekly schedule during the season. Be looking for that podcast coming here in the near future. As always, let me remind you to like, subscribe, and share wherever you are listening. Find me on Twitter at RightStepADV and look. let me know your thoughts on past player evals, what you want to hear in the future, and what you're looking forward to in each week's college or NFL matchups. With that, let's get into today's player. Heading down south to SEC country, we are going to talk about DeMarco Hellums, safety out of Alabama. Looking at his background, a true fourth-year player at Alabama could have two full seasons of eligibility left with a COVID redshirt lingering out there. But as Alabama does, uh, they roll through players, usually send him to the NFL early. Uh, That is the expectation for DeMarco. A four-star recruit out of DeMatha Catholic in Hyattsville, Maryland. Um, As expected of an Alabama player, highly recruited, 26 total offers. He did take an official visit to Virginia Tech in the spring of 2018, but he committed to the Crimson Tide in June of the same year and never looked back. He was a prolific player on both sides of the ball in high school and was listed both as a safety and an athlete in the recruiting process. Um, there were you know, schools, I'm sure, certainly talking to him about a, as a role, whether it be returner or uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, safety is where he's at. Had a number of picks there his senior year that obviously led to that. Once on campus, DeMarco found his way to get on the field early, saw time in all 13 games as a true freshman in 2019, primarily on special teams, but he did get some rotational action throughout the year. In 2020, uh, he was you know, what a lot of teams would call a nickel starter. Um, he was basically a starter in the sub package, which you're going to play probably more than 50% of the time anyway. Um, again, part of those subunits on defense playing, you know, safety, nickel, overhang, kind of filling in a number of spots. Uh, had 62 tackles on the year, which is a good number of tackles. 2021 saw time in all 14 games. Um, was late getting going with the team. Um, in 2021, he saw time in all 14 games, a little late getting going with the team, probably as much as part of the long-term plan for a talented secondary as anything. He'd battle an injury um, from fall camp. Uh, as he got going, uh, he became the unquestioned starter. Um, that was, you know, for sure he eased his way into the first couple games of the season. Finished the year 87 total tackles. Uh, I mean, coming out of that 2021 season, there were a lot of questions on whether he would be back at Alabama or declare for the NFL draft. Again, you know, Alabama DBs, Alabama players in general, three years and done, um, which you can see in this case, though, he did choose to come back to Alabama. Going into uh, this year, he is one of the more highly rated safeties in the country, so uh, I'm excited to put the film on and talk about him. 
looking at his measurables before we talking about the player um again nothing special here six foot uh just over six foot about 200 to 210 pounds he's gonna float in there uh 31 inch arms okay again a little shorter than you want for a corner you know kind of uh, you, you live with it as a safety nothing real special there uh estimated you know i i think he's probably going to be a four five five type guy again we'll talk about that a little bit more with his strength so let's talk about the player First is strengths, tackling and physicality. This is uh, a guy you would say that average size, but absolutely scraps and competes in the box. He is an aggressive defender that bodies up the ball carrier, does whatever he has to to get the guy down. He plays much bigger than he is listed. He will strike where he can. He takes good angles to fill his gap in the run game, sound in his run fits. He's a really consistent run defender. Uh, he's also versatile. This will be a big part of his report as we go. Looks like a guy that's going to be able to um, like he's done at Alabama, function in a uh, role both as a safety and a nickel at the NFL level. His speed is going to be uh, in the sufficient range ultimately for a lot of for what a lot of teams are looking at. Uh, his burst and his clothes are both good though. He does play with high instincts which helps him play faster as well. Uh, his ability to fill in multiple spots, disguise, uh, move around is going to allow him to play faster, be productive. Um, again from the boundary to the middle field to overhang wherever he's at he's going to be able to line up and do a number of things. Uh, on the weaknesses side again his long speed not a guy that's going to you know be looking to probably be under 445 um, again 40 times just keep getting faster. I think this guy will probably live in the 4 Five zero to four six zero range. Um, if he stays there on that four five five, I think ultimately be happy because he'll test well in those other areas. Uh, this guy's going to be better going forward and in the short area than he is, you know, once you get him elongated. Um, but uh, he's going to be all right in that area. And then this size. Again, this guy's uh, is a safety. He plays like a big safety. Um, he's really got deep half size. He's got nickel size in terms of his arm length. Um, that's going to be talked about for this player when you talk about you know the bigger wide receivers, some of the tight ends that he'll match up. Uh, but again, it's it's you know, one of those things where he's gonna he's gonna live in the fat part of the bell curve with his size. It's not ideal, but teams are gonna be okay with it ultimately. So, what do we see on film? A boundary half safety that is going to work in the box a lot, work downhill, uh, does a lot filling in the run game. He's occasionally going to line up in the slot versus wide receivers, does that more early on in his career. Um, when he's there, he usually plays off man, plays kind of a you know shuffle open technique. Obviously, they scheme multiple. He'll play man, he'll play zone there. Good aggressive athlete, likes to mix it up in the box. Very good toughness, very edgy in his game. That consistently shows up. Uh, just a sufficient fluidity player. He can be rigid, a little bit tight in his hips when he's working deep half, middle of the field, uh, zone coverage. He does work a good pedal with good feet, but his hips are a little tight. Good burst, good instincts, uh, allow him to get moving a little bit quicker, put him in good spots. Um, again, that borderline good speed plays faster than I think he'll probably test uh, just because he's going to know how to do it. I do think it is better than sufficient, though, when you're talking his speed. Uh, but again, you really want to see that extra gear uh, in 2022 when this guy has a chance to open up and play from the middle of the field to the sideline. Good player in coverage, comfortable in phase, knows what kind of coverage he needs to play based on who he is lined up against. Again, that is a credit to his instincts. Uh, he knows he can play different versus small, shifty, fast guys, big tight ends, big long wide receivers. He does what he needs to to cover. In zone, he does like to take chances. He's going to key the quarterback. He does get flat-footed at times versus double moves and deep balls. Uh, he wants to be coming down 
uh, Hill making plays on the balls. His good instincts do allow him to be in good position, takes good angles. Uh, if he has to, he's going to make contact, grab, stop routes. Again, in college, he can get away with it. 15-yard penalty as opposed to a touchdown. He will take that. But again, he does a good job making up ground when, uh, when he does get flat-footed. As a run defender, like I said, he takes good angles. Uh, fits the defense. He has some chances to burst and close on some run-throughs. That's not what they ask him to do in this defense. So he, you know, he does a good job tempoing down, filling the gap, playing the defense exactly the way Coach Saban wants him to. Uh, takes all the air out of his tackles. Really gets his body up on the ball carrier, which makes it really hard for uh, ball carriers to break tackles on him. Not always pretty, but it is effective. Knows how to get the ball carrier down. Does not see a ton of blockers up his level but he's going to uh do what he has to to beat up wide receivers usually smaller defenders or smaller blockers that make it up to him so who were some of my player comparisons the first one that came to my mind for this guy a guy that i was with a long time in atlanta ricardo allen so ricardo drafted as a corner really lacked the speed and twitch for that spot tried to kind of move him inside into the nickel um, just never really found a role there transitioned to safety became a good player there obviously high instincts was never the fastest never the best athlete but again those high instincts the versatility and a very good tackler again he would have thrived ricardo would have thrived in a two high system i think that's the way i see demarco as well you put him in two high system you get your three safety sets your big nickels where he can come down and play in the overhang, fit in the run game. Um, you're going to be real happy with the way this guy you know, plays it at the NFL level. Another guy from this most recent draft, Elijah Molden. He was a third-round pick uh, out of Washington. Um, some of the same kind of stuff that you're talking about, some of the same talking points through the process. Undersized, is he a safety, is he a nickel corner? Very smart, very productive, played bigger than he was listed. Um, you find a place for those kind of guys. You talk to coaches, defensive coordinators, secondary coaches, um, teams that are really locked in on what they want in certain positions. Um, you draft this guy with a plan form, you're going to be happy with the player you get. So where do I ultimately see this player? Uh, so I compared him to a fifth rounder, third rounder. I'm going to stay right there in the third round. I think that's ultimately where he's going to land. Uh, I could see this guy getting into the second round. Um, again, you start talking about recent drafts. Richie Grant, uh, Taylor Rapp both went in the second round. Both guys were very productive, high instincts, not ideal testers, both a little undersized. Both had their blemishes, but they were so productive, smart, high instincts guy that you know fit exactly what defenses wanted to do. They again, they got their cards pulled in that second round. Again, I could see it. We'll see where the safety class ends up for this one. See what kind of year Demarco has. Um, again, if you have a plan for this guy, he goes in the second round. You want him. Um, you you don't wait for him to slide to get to you. Some of the teams, I think, that look at him, again, you start talking about the Coach Belichick tree, New England. You talk about the way they've used safeties there over the years, high instincts, good football players. You throw in the Tennessee Titans, Atlanta with Coach Pease. Um, I would expect that new, uh, new group out in Las Vegas to be doing some of those same things. I think these are going to be prime spots for a... Uh, high instincts, good tackling safety that's going to be versatile all over. So coming out of Alabama, you know the player is going to be well coached in the secondary. He's going to have played a lot of scheme already. Again, defensive coordinator is going to be able to talk to that staff and understand the versatility that DeMarco is going to bring day one. Could he go second round? Would not surprise me a bit. But again, I'm going to go third rounder for now and see where I come in come December. 
So, Roll Tide. I'm not sure if I need to wish Alabama and DeMarco good luck this year, but I will anyway. Good luck, guys. Um, that does it for DeMarco Hellums. Uh, next week, we will get into some 2022 films, start to put a little more of a final grade on some of these players as we see their uh, last year of eligibility put on tape. Lots of film to see. It's starting to roll in, getting excited. Let me know what games you are interested in this weekend as week one officially kicks off in the college football season. One more week until the NFL kicks off. Any NFL notes you want to hear about before those games kick off. Find me at RightStepADV on Twitter. And as always, like, subscribe, and share. Keep the eyes open. Watch that 2022 film. And in everything, keep scouting.